Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who's Your Caddy? Presented by Blatant God. Okay, guys, I'm going to give you a quick reminder about Polar Golf, an innovative take on golf head covers. Very cool product here. All head covers come with a magnet built into the cover so you can safely store it while you hit your tee shot. Hang it from your irons or from your cart. Doesn't matter. Anything metal it'll attach to. Just simply remove the head cover, place the Polar Golf logo onto any magnetic metal surface, and let it hang while you hit. Polar Golf's head covers not only look great, but help you keep track of your head covers too so you never lose them again. I know that's something I always worry about on the course after I hit, you know, where did the head cover go? Did it fall off the cart? What am I doing with it? Um, so this thing really solves that problem for you. Check them out on Instagram by visiting at polar.golf. That's P-O-L-A-R, like polar bear, or on their website at polargolfusa.com. All right, guys. Chief here. Another edition of Who's Your Caddy? It's uh, truly a crazy time in the world of golf. Uh, it's... Tuesday, June 21st, and the onslaught of the Live Golf has officially hit fever pitch. Uh, right now, it's about 3 o'clock in the afternoon on the East Coast here on Long Island, and I'll tell you what, uh, the news just keeps breaking. Most recently, we had Brooks Kepka confirming the rumors it seems uh, that he has gone to join his brother chase uh, in the greg norman constructed league overseas it's uh quite a scene it, it really is I, I didn't think this was going to happen truly um can't really knock these guys one way or another if we agree or disagree with the live tour in general um because getting offered that sum of money, it would be tough to turn down, I think, for anyone. And it's unfortunate that it's come to this. Uh, but the writing on the wall was there for a long time now, and it's just coming to fruition. So Morikawa cleared up any rumors with his bowl of cereal joke this morning. He's going to be staying on the PGA Tour. Jay Monahan had an emergency uh, players-only mandated meeting this morning at the Travelers, and we'll get to that. But uh, this is the top story right now, and it must be all hell breaking loose inside the PGA Tour headquarters after what's going on, uh, you know, recently in the last week or two. Really, ever since Dustin kind of went through with it, uh, the dominoes have started to fall behind him. And who knows? Uh, they've said that there are going to be five more guys this week. Already got Brooksy. We'll see who else. There's been rumors of a lot of other guys that are going to be playing in that Portland event the upcoming week. So we'll see. Just stick tuned to Twitter, at Blatant Golf. Uh, we'll try to keep you guys up to date. That's all of our breaking news, uh, the Who's Your Caddy homepage account, and then Blatant Golf uh, itself, the website. We'll release blog uh, writings now and again and picks. But all the other picks will go through Blatant Golf, and then any advice or my personal feelings will be at Blatant, B-L-A-T-A-N-T underscore Chief. Uh, follow, likes, retweets, whatever you can do will really help us. We're trying to grow this thing. We love the game, and uh, it's still a new venture for us, but we appreciate you guys listening. So stick to Twitter and Instagram, of course, for updates on Live, and we'll see what's breaking. We'll keep it going throughout the end of the day. I have a feeling we might get some more news now, and 
it's crazy. It really is crazy. And, uh, you know, the prophet, I guess we'll call him the false prophet now, uh, Abraham answer is going. So I guess you can count those. I guess those would be the two official ones. Seems pretty official uh, today. So there's expected to be a few more. Um, but, you know, it's it's crazy when you got Charles Schwarzer winning the uh, the biggest check in the history of golf in the first little event you know, outpacing any purse at the players or any of the other PGA championships. That's going to get guys to seriously consider this. So we'll see what happens, as we always say. But, you know, it is what it is for now. We can only sit here and enjoy the game. Matt Fitzpatrick with a virtuoso performance at Brookline. Maybe the most obvious choice in uh, DraftKings and otherwise coming in great form and previously winning the U.S. Amateur Trophy there. Uh, he held off Willie Z, another slight missed putt. He's about three inches away from three major playoffs. Uh, so it'll come soon. Had an outright on Willie Z. That was tough uh, to stomach, but still very happy for Fitz, a uh, guy who's <laughs> killed me in the past, but seems like a really good kid, good family man. And, uh, you know, I'm happy for him to win the U.S. Open. So now we go down 95 just a bit to Travelers, uh, Cromwell, Connecticut, great tournament by now again you've read the previews we're going to try to do less preview on here and more uh you know game theory leverage and insight into who's going to be the best picks this week so let's see here bum, bum, bum. for me i'm just going to give you my favorite guys i'm not going to really go through every guy in the field at this point by now you kind of have your course so i'll give you who i'm liking and if you like those picks great if not well in the words of logan roy F off. So here we go. Okay. At the top, I started the week thinking that I'm just going to full hammer Scotty Scheffler, 20 lineups this week, normal amount. Um, and then the more I thought about it, still going to play him probably even up to 50%, but a little concerned about fatigue with him, uh, with the open looming and the U S open just finishing where he once again contended, uh, really insane to see just, the way he's playing this year, it's he's pretty much got player of the year locked up. But uh, I'm gonna still have to play him. It's, he's just playing too well. Like I'm, I'm, I'm fearing fading him um, at the point like this. We've seen it before with Rom and JT. Sometimes these top tier guys, you know, top five player in the world, Rory, even at, at times, they just go on heaters, and you really can't fade them until you see it. So maybe we'll see it this week. Maybe he'll mail it in. I don't know if he's gonna be up for a 20 under birdie fest, which is probably what this course is going to require this week. Regardless, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him pretty heavily until I see otherwise. Can't lay going right back to him. He was my pick to win the US Open. Didn't work out, had a respectable finish, top 15. Uh just never got it together, had a tough start Thursday and, and kind of just you know steady uh stag fleeted <laughs> from there. So uh, you know, I'm gonna go back to him. I'm gonna go back to him pretty hard. So so Ben's on him, Romeo likes him. I I Really, not many reasons not to like him. Pete Dye expert, uh, obviously shot a 60 year when he was an amateur. He's had pretty good success, similar to the U.S. Open. A nice few T15s in a row here. Um, so decent track record overall. Yet to really break through and contend, but I think that could happen this week, uh, especially with a lot of guys. I think some of them are going to be fatigued, uh, and other guys have their eyes overseas for the Scottish Open upcoming. I don't think too many are going to be going to John Deere next week. We'll see. Always a great tournament for sicko specials. So we'll see if that comes to fruition. But for this week uh, in Connecticut, at least we like them up top. Spieth, I got a sprinkle, I think. Uh, you know, Greller pointed out that it was a perfect course for him. And he said as much as himself uh, back in 2017. I saw it in Steve Bamford's article, you know, just the quote of Spieth saying that this course kind of really suits his eye. And 
he was coming off an illness at the at the open last week so that was kind of tough difficult start for him never really recovered again similar to Cantley, but a little bit worse just battling that Cantley had some personal issues going on so hopefully he's okay with that but spieth seems to be healed up by now uh and really he he could have a nice event this week. I, I could see it happening. He's one here, obviously, tends to have repeat success at courses where he's had success in the past that suit his game. So, like him, Keegs, you know, Wheatley's finest, as we call him, the St. John's alum, came through last week to the home crowd, had a nice, nice run of it, especially into Saturday, um, slipped back a little bit Sunday from contention, but still a very respectable showing. I think he'll be there again. Uh, famous Seamus Power, 9,100 is my next guy. Heard a lot of chatter about him this week. Was at 50 to 1. He's been bet down to about 28 to 1 in the outright market. So 9,100, very fair for him on DraftKings. Guys had a great year. I mean, I just we're getting towards the end here. I know it seems like a flew by, but FedEx Cups and uh, I think nine events from now. So this is kind of the final quarter stretch of the season, and these guys have to continue to play well to give themselves a chance at that $15 million prize. So I think famous Seamus, again, pretty decent success here. Another T12 last week at the Open. Just continues to play solid golf, and we've seen him play even better at Birdie Fest. So he's shown that he could do it on hard and easy courses, which is a very good sign. I'm going to keep playing him, I think, this week. Same thing with the Varn Doggy, 9,000. Disappointed at the U.S. Open, but overall, another guy who's having a great year. So guys overall having great years, coming down the final stretch, wanting to really secure those top points in the playoffs. I'm going to be targeting them. Uh, so HV3, again, fits this course nicely. As does Davis Riley, just striking the ball so well the last month or so. Uh, no reason to get off him at this point. 8,900, very fair price. Um, been trailing him quite a bit. Uh, was my top... Top sicko special for PGA Championship. Played him last week also. So I'm going to stick with him. I don't really see any reason to get off him. There's a lot of guys in form that are playing well, so I'm just going to keep playing them. That's something I've been trying to do this year is just keep playing guys until we see otherwise. A little scared feeding uh, Sammy Burns with that mantra, but he's quite expensive. And, again, he has win equity. Uh, similar to guys like Homa, I always kind of pair the two of them together. But can he win again? He won a couple weeks ago at Colonial. Can definitely see him lurking, but uh, I just think it's going to be a different guy that holds the hardware this week. So uh, we'll see what happens with him. Harmonator's next on my list, 8,600. Best overall strokes gain at this course. Uh, just great setup for him. Easy, short, par 70. Uh, you know, he's he loves it. He thrives on that. I think it's par 70. I'm not sure what the par is, actually. I got to check that. But regardless, sub 72, Pete Dye, we love him as we do. We love Webb. Uh, so 8,500, 80 to one, crazy number in that way, outright market, excuse me, for Webb. Uh, <clears throat> I, I don't see really much of a case to not play him. I mean, I know maybe that he hasn't lurked uh, so high up top, but he's playing solid. He's hitting the ball well. He's got those new irons. So I think potentially a rejuvenated Webb. Again, a few of these guys trying to Lock in that President's Cup, let's not forget, it's being played at Quail Hollow, where he lives on the 15th hole. So I think Webb uh, definitely is going to have a strong end of the season. So I kind of like him as a Pete Dye specialist. So a Sun Doggy was on him. So that was good to see as well. Okay, Leash Doggy, speaking of dogs, uh, but this is a big dog, 8,400. He's got the uh, the nice triple combo of Course history being positive with the win here back in the day. Let's see what year it was. 2012. So a while back. Um, 
also came in third last year after the classic cousin Harris and Kramer Hickok playoff. Uh, and then if you go to the U.S. Open, he actually snuck in with his compatriot, Adam Scott, the T15 range as well. So leash doggy prior win here, good here last year and good last week at the U.S. Open. Got to pepper him. Uh, going down, let's see, next up, ah, uh, here it is. This is the week of Cousin Denny. After all this time, we've been on him for eons, Romeo even longer. Uh, 8,300, he's going to be popular. Lurked at the U.S. Open, Memorial. He's just, he's been finally breaking through and playing well in all facets of the game, not just the putter. Um, so I'm going 100% Denny this week. I mean, could be psycho. If he fails, it'll probably be bad chalk, but don't care. I can't miss it. Uh, I've adopted him as a, a cousin and he needs to be peppered significantly. So he's right on the cusp. Uh, it almost makes too much sense. I'm a little scared with how many people in the community are, are touting him to win. So, uh, you know, I can't miss that FOMO or not. Uh, we're going we're going to war with Denny one more time. So 8,300 like him. Next up, Jason Day, 8,100. Intriguing play to me this week. Again, mentioned President's Cup. Hasn't played well or enough really to be in, in contention for that outside of a captain's pick but has a nice little track record here i can give you his exact numbers if you just give me one moment dun, dun, dun. let's see where where are you mr day here we go he's got starting from 2014 onwards 18th miscut 12th 8th 46th and 10th last year so nice run of form for mr day at this course should be soft, may rain a little bit tomorrow and tonight even. So uh, soft conditions, Jason Day at a scoring fest. I could just see him attacking pins all day. The recent form is so-so. We know he's finicky with illness. But again, you know, 60 to one and up in the outright market for a major champion who hasn't won in a long time, um, but really fighting this year. We've seen glimpses of it, especially earlier this year. So I'm hoping uh, he gets back into form. Uh, you know, he lost his mom too last year. They're really tough on him. So he's had a really tough stretch lately, but I'm pulling for Jason Day. I think it's much better game to watch when he's playing well. So hopefully he can pull it together this week. I think that'll be a nice little contrarian play, especially with Harmon near him um, and Denny. Uh, I'll be playing all three of them. So maybe that'll get me a little bit of an edge. We'll see. Uh, Todd Father, 7,900. Fits this course really nicely. Pretty decent track record here. You know, he had that stretch where he won two events in a row back in 2020 or whatever it was. Since then, kind of has like a T15 ceiling, but we'll take that at 7,900 this week. And of course, fit for him, comps to Colonial, you know, relatively straightforward tree line, bent grass course where you can score uh, like him. Brendan Steely Dan, 7,700, and Joel Damon right there, both same price, 7,700 on DraftKings. Um, Steele just checks a lot of boxes, good form, the Keegan connection, great driver of the golf ball, just striking the ball very well, approaching the green nicely. So good for him. Same thing with Domin, just hit the ball really well last week, bucket hat or not. Uh, you know, T10 at the U.S. Open, very impressive. Probably the best he's ever played, honestly. So coming in here, very fair price. Only issue could be a little hangover. You know, he's a party guy. Uh, but, again, he's got three days to recover now. I think he should be okay. I'm hoping that he is because I'm going to pepper him pretty significantly. Then Cousin Harris English, again, used to be a thing where I just wouldn't play people the year after they won. But that's silly. Like, it's this price, I mean, Harris English, like, contends in majors now. 
coming off a couple of tough injuries earlier this year, but he looked pretty damn good at the U.S. Open, hitting the ball towards the green again. So careful with him, defending champ, uh, knows what it takes to get it done at this course. Made a lot of birdies last year. So 7,600, not hearing much chatter on the defending champ, Cousin Harris, one of the original first three or four cousins. Uh, so 7,600 for him. I'm looking at my chops. Also, same price, 7,600, KH Lee. We know he likes the TPC track, a birdie fest. Been playing great overall this year. So um, really like him at that price. Kisner you know, shot 63 here, I think, last year. Um, Congolo, again, we're, we're looking at the shorter, easy courses. These guys can just pepper fairways and greens and hopefully catch a hot putter. Uh, same thing with Russell Knox, a guy you usually don't play. Uh, 6,900. So we're kind of in that low sevens, high six range right now. Pretty much entering sicko special range. I wouldn't really call him a sicko special. He's too well known. Um, but him, Wyndham Clark, I like a lot. Just hitting the ball very well. Uh, his buddy, uh, saw Norman Zong, the panda, just won on the corn ferry. So, uh, they were roommates together at Oregon. Interesting. Uh, that one's for you, cousin Scotty, the roommate connection. So, Maddie Wallace, too, 6,700. Maddie Ice, um, been playing really well. And, you know, something I'll take from him and maybe even Fleetwood, who, <coughs> excuse me, wasn't going to play, but I'm going to have to pepper. The fact that Fitzy finally broke through and won on the PGA Tour in the States, uh, I love that. I think some of these other guys, um, you know, from the UK or otherwise in the Euro Tour that have been, you know, grinding it out with, um, some modicum of success over the last few years might see him as an inspiration and kind of play well this week. So Matty Wallace also just general form on the Euro tour and then coming over to Canada. Um, he's been playing really well. So I, I like, I like him in that high six range. A couple more guys in the sevens uh, mentioned Thigala. I kind of like him outright. Actually, I think it was one fifty to one. I don't know if I'm going to do it, but a bit of an interesting connection here with waste management for whatever reason. I saw cousin Harris and a few others in the past, Bubba. Um, just good atmospheres. I guess they feed off it. I think this is the second highest attended event for whatever reason. It, sometimes it's uh, the nearest for the New York crowds. You get that population to shoot up to Connecticut. Don't think I'm going to be able to do it this year. Uh, Blade Athletics hosting a nice tournament, lacrosse tournament down Long Island this week in Garden City. So, won't be able to make it likely, um, but hoping to get up there one day. It's supposed to be a, a great, great atmosphere. So maybe he'll feed off that like he did in Phoenix. And then Lahiri, you saw him runner up in the PGA. Um, you know, a little shaky since then, but uh, overall, like his game, and he's got two nice finishes here in the past. So may sprinkle the two of them. And, you know, if I'm going to play him, uh, Lahiri, another guy that's had success at TPC. Sawgrass, that is. Doug Gim, I usually don't do it. He's killed me often, has the Gim Reaper, but 7,100. Um, you know, again, Sundoggy was on him. I respect his opinion, so I, I think I may have to tell that at 7,100. Um, Adam Long, 7,000. Romeo's obsessed. Uh, the light sprinkle. Same with Alex Smalley. Just a couple, one or two laps for these guys, um, just based on the recent play. Nick Hardy might be popular. Um don't know if I'm going to do that. Let's see. Chez, Matthews, you know, short plotters, fairway hitters, guys like that. Mito, maybe. Don't know. Uh, maybe this team has cooled off on him a little bit. Hayden Buckley played really well last week at the U.S. Open. Interesting. Scott Stallings, a local guy. He's got a sixth year. I think it might have been last year. Let me just confirm that for you. Um, bah, 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 where is he? 
Scotty knew. Where is he? No, two years ago. It's a sandwich between two miscuts. A sixth place for Scott Songs, but local guy. Seems like he's in a good spirit right now, so maybe a little bit of him. Uh, Callum Tarrant, guy was leading the U.S. Open a lot of Thursday. Um, I think he shot like 10 under in the qualifier, too. An Englishman popped now and again the last couple of months. Kind of has stabilized in his mid-6,000 range, so 6,600 for a guy that looked pretty well last week at a difficult course. See if he can replicate that 10 under he had in the qualifier two weeks back. Um, so interesting Duncan played him now and again, again, easy approach courses, won the RSM a few years ago. Uh, so if I'm going to say he won the RSM, uh, Webb's had done success there. So maybe those two guys are kind of correlated again. These are light, light sprinkles and last two guys, uh, I'll say are Austin cook popped out of nowhere. It was mostly from the putter, but regardless guys that are kind of in this bargain bin that just pop, he was at the Canadian open, uh, something is clicking, you know, even if it is just riding a hot butter, fine. Another easy course, who knows, 6,300, you never know. Uh, and then Adam Shank, Shank Apotamus, uh, to round out the the lineup here, it's 6,600. It looks really good, the U.S. Open. He's got a couple T25s, also a Memorial, so two difficult courses coming in. We've seen him lurk on easy Midwestern bank courses, John Deere Classic last year. So this is kind of Shank's time right now. Um, could gain a little traction in the community, so maybe a little more popular than we can stomach, but I'll take it. Uh, 6,600, we like him. And that's pretty much all I got for you. Guys that I hadn't mentioned, uh, Rory, I think he's ready to go home. Brooksy will uh, either be disqualified or <laughs> withdraw at this point. Tony Fiends wasn't great off the tee. Keith Mitchell, if I wasn't hammering, Denny would probably be on him. Uh, Mad Dog Mitchell, but I don't know. I just tough on these on some of these tracks in the northeast kind of want guys that are familiar with the territory in the mid-atlantic and uh you know just guys that know how to roll in putts and, and just make birdies in bunches so i'm hoping that can be scotty uh can't lay or of course cousin denny this week that would be that would be the best so we're going to be pulling for them this week up in tpc river highlands uh, i got a nice little stretch here coming back from the summer back from my trip big shout out to the friendly people of bozeman in Big Sky, uh, two great little towns. Couldn't go to Yellowstone due to the flooding. Hopefully everyone's okay there. Very tough, terrible luck for us, but much worse for them. So uh, our hearts go out to them. Maybe Sir Nick uh, Faldo, now that he's retiring to his farm uh, outside of Bozeman, can uh, can be a new pillar of the community um, now that he won't be calling golf with Sir Jim Nance. I'll have to give him a Sir. Uncle Jimmy, as we call him. Uh, anyway, enjoy the golf this week. I'm sure there'll be plenty more breaking news again. Follow on Twitter, please. Uh, that would be great. At Blayton Golf, at Blayton underscore Chief, Liam Legs, Romeo, all the boys, Maddie P in the house will be there for you. We're trying to make this a you know somewhat humorous thing, very serious day to day. Tough time in the country right now, so if we can get some laughs out of uh, the degenerate golfing community. That's what we're trying to do, and we hope we are succeeding, at least thus far. If we are, a five-star review would be very, very great to see. Check out our friends at Polar Golf. Very cool head covers. And that's pretty much all I got for you guys today. So thank you very much. And as great Uncle Harvey once taught us, take that aim. And as always, be oh.